welcome, welcome, welcome to the Winning Hand Podcast, a podcast about Marvel champions, one card at a time. Welcome back. I'm Boom Guy, your host. I'm here today with Kaiko and Lazy Titan. Hello there. What's up, guys? What is up? Nothing much. It's Just time. Marvel champions is what's up. It's time again to talk about Marvel champions. Now, this is our third episode. The third episode. We're, we're starting to streak now. This is a pattern now. Two could be a coincidence. Three is a pattern. Here we are. This is the third episode. So in case you are new and you found us by accident on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your podcast, really. Yeah. Or if you stumbled on us on Instagram, at Winningham Podcast, or stumbled upon us at Twitter, at, Win- at Winningham Pod. If you just happened to find us in any of those locations and a wild podcast appeared. And maybe you left us a five-star review. And we're like, well, what, should I, what should I actually? I should actually know what these, pod- these people are talking about before I leave my five star review because now I'm I'm lost. This podcast has devolved quickly. Episode <laughs> three is complete nonsense. <laughs> but now we can tell that you know this is the perfect podcast for you. Yeah. Now we've hooked you, and now you're staying. I don't remember what you were talking about. <laughs> A wild podcast <laughs> appeared, and you are confused. You've hurt yourself in your confusion. But this is Winning Hand. That's we are a, a podcast joke for you listeners. <laughs> This is a podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game, a living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Each episode, we talk about a single card in detail as the card pool continues to grow with each release. Today, we are talking about Iron Man. The ally. The leadership ally. There are two allies and a hero, which we talked about last episode. Episode two is all about Iron Man, the hero. This is about Iron Man, the four-cost leadership ally. Iron Man is a four-cost leadership ally, uh, traded Avenger. He is 2-2, two, two, two thwart, two attack, one consequential damage each, three hit points, and he's got a special uh, special ability, which it reduces the cost to play upgrades on Iron Man by one. Hmm. So upgrades you play on him cost one less as a mm-hmm. static ability, which is pretty cool. That is a cool, unique ability. Upgrades don't get used much. No. Only him and Ronin care about it. And I don't think I've ever used them on Ronan. No, I don't think so. It's not good enough. So before we get into Iron Man, we are going to talk about what we've been playing lately. And this is a great segue for me because I have actually been playing this Iron Man ally. Uh, I played the Star-Lord deck. That's essentially a Voltron deck, putting all the upgrades onto Iron Man using Guardians of the Galaxy. That draws you a card every time you put one on. And Iron Man makes them all cheaper. So basically all the upgrades cost one anyway. And playing that deck allows you to draw a card every time you put a free upgrade on Iron Man. Turns him into a five or six thwart, five or six attack. With like eight hit points. Multiple readies, eight hit points. Very powerful. It's a lot of fun. Um, Star-Lord is fun anyway. He's risk-reward. Sometimes you fall on your face. Sometimes you have a great time. Sometimes you do both. This deck is pretty consistent, though, for as far as a Star-Lord deck goes. In the build you had, he's the only Avenger, so he used cards like Call for Aid to find him, mm-hmm. um, which means that you can... Always find Iron Man as soon as you need to. I've been getting the Star-Lord lately. I've been playing him. I can attest to that uh, because I played with Boomer a couple of times, and uh, he just can't kick off the drug that Star-Lord provides him. That encounter card. Every every time he says that he's not going to take another encounter card, mm-hmm. I look over and I see that he's already got six more just waiting for him. He's got a, he's got a whole... He's drawn a hand... He's drawn up to hand size full of encounter cards. I mm-hmm. see him staring at the encounter deck every time, just scratching his chin scratching his neck just no fear in his eyes he just can't kick it i can't kick the habit you know every time i see other people play star lord and they're playing and they think oh i'm gonna take an encounter card i say hold on you've already got an encounter card you got to slow down let's build the board a little bit you're going crazy 
And every time I play Star Lord, you got I four, say, five. Give me another hit. Star Lord's like, size. ooh, first hit's free. Then I pay for it. Um, and you pay for it. It's every a time. lot of fun. Kaiko, what have you been playing lately? Uh, so I've been playing uh, Jessica Drew, Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I love spiders, of course, and I think she's honestly my favorite hero to play, favorite spider to play. I love using two aspects. It's so cool. Yeah. It's very interesting. I am experimenting with leadership. I don't really play much with leadership. The only time I've played with it outside of uh, this current Spider-Woman deck I have was with the pre-cons for Ironheart and Captain America. Uh, So I don't really have a lot of experience uh, experimenting with leadership, so it'll be interesting to talk about this ally to see how I might be able to fit him into my leadership deck. And for my part, I was playing Ironheart. That's what I've been playing most recently. I've been enjoying that quite a lot. Ironheart is so, so powerful and so fun to play. Managing those counters is very fun. Um, it's it's very fun to manage those counters and upgrade your identities. Um, I As I mentioned on the last episode, I like the, the decisions and all the things you can do, which is why I like Iron Man. I also like Ironheart. It's, it's, a fun, it's a fun way to play. This episode makes me want to play an Ironheart deck with the Iron Man ally. See if Ooh. you make that work. They don't really synergize together, but it is thematically tied in you like iron man and Ironheart. Mm-hmm. if both of their hero cards were falling off of a cliff which one are you gonna save Ironheart. yeah no hesitation there no hesitation that it was power immediate. the power is like the hit from star lord man oh, it's just so those it is all yep those counters are so she's so nasty. good you yeah. just every time you spend six of them you ready yourself and then the second time you get a tough card for free you just get a free Insane. tough card. And then later, they're just straight up damage. And they're not that hard to get. No, they're not no. hard to get. And once you find out you're not limited to just one, you can just spend all of them. Yeah, you can spend as many as you yeah. want to. And what ends up happening is I get to my third stage, and then I'm just like, oh, I'll clear some schemes. And then I have 25, 28 damage stacked on my hero. And I'll just, oh, the villain, can, we can kill him this turn because yeah. I just can. They should be harder to get. They should be harder to get, or they should maybe only do one damage. It's fun for the first two stages to like, know when to flip down and get your because you have to get to six they're hard to get early but once you have that six hand size and the three two three stat line you're just you're running away with the game she's she's just iron man but very streamlined and much more powerful and she has a her resource card is a science resource which draws you a card and gives you a progress counter it's so good insane so powerful because science resources is also something he cares about but the drawing a card it just is free and gives you a free progress counter so so powerful yeah i think that is where for me the game almost lost its fight with power creep it was that cycle and nova ironheart spd nova spider suit and miles to some degree spider ham was the kind of the they almost broke it there i thought the power creep's getting out of control ironheart's better than spider ham i don't know about that spider ham is the ironheart the justice deck i have you can draw so many cards that like you're playing that card and it pays for a card, but you're just playing Nick Fury or you're playing Moon Girl to draw more cards and you're just getting free counters and you just like bank those counters forever. I mean, she's and really then, good, but Spider Ham has access to all the spiders. Oh yeah. Which is an insane yeah. tribal so, identity. Because yeah. Also his just ability to keep all those counters on him to mm-hmm. spend as wild the resources is so stupid. He's so good. <laughs> but yeah, that cycle they, they There was they like almost, they pushed four it. or five in a row where I thought, Oh boy, I think the game is gonna we're really going out of line here. Nova, Ironheart, SBR, Spider Ham were uh, that was a, that was a doozy. They they wheeled it. That's back when in. they brought out Hone Technique too. Yeah, Hone Technique came out with that set, which almost broke the game. I thought. Yeah, it almost broke the game. Everyone but went crazy with aggression. Symbiote suit came out with Miles between mm-hmm. Miles and SPDR or and Spider Ham. We got Symbiote suit, uh, Hone Technique. We got Nova, Ironheart. Like it. It was a crazy cycle. 
but yeah. I like almost all those heroes. They almost lost the grip for me. They uh, have kept good on grip the on the power creep. But since then, I think they they reeled it back in. The X-Men the are X-Men balanced. have come down a little bit. I don't think it's as powerful. It hasn't gotten out of hand to the same Mm-mm. degree it was looking like it was going to. So that's good. Today we have Iron Man, as we talked about. So let's just segue right into it. Let's talk about Iron Man, and I'm going to turn to our resident art expert, Professor Keiko. Awesome. How's the art on this one? As we keep mentioning every episode thus far, uh, we have a little theory that we believe that if there's no illustrator credit, then it comes from a comic that exists, uh, whether it's the cover art or the panel. But this one, we finally have uh, a card that has an illustrator credit, so I think that this is custom art. Um, and I think that's why maybe this is a little more detailed compared to the last episode of the Iron Man hero because they're able to just kind of focus on the art of this specifically. So I think it's very solid all around. Uh, the blending, the shading, uh, the intricacies in the detail, um, and the posing still very much feels like Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the head size is a little off, personally. I think it's like yeah, skin tight that. almost. Mm-hmm. It looks just small. It looks like and his it head. Looks like he's a huge neck. Yeah. I remember listening to an episode of Critical Encounters podcast, um, one of our Marvel Champions brethren podcasts, and they did an interview with one of the graphic designers uh, for the game, which is super interesting. If you haven't listened to that before, please go check it out. Uh, Critical Encounters podcast. I don't remember what episode it was, but they interviewed them and they talked about how they built the panels for the cards, how they designed the coloring, all that kind of stuff. It's really good. In this one, for me, the art. Last episode, I said the Iron Man art was meh. And this time, for me, it decidedly falls in the meh category. Really? I don't love this. I I, think Your main complaint with the last one was the the weird helmet, I thought. And this Mm -hmm. one goes back to the classic. It's a semi-classic helmet. It's like weird sunken cheeks. Which yeah, I it looks almost don't like a skeleton. Like. It almost looks like a skeleton. Uh, his like body, I don't know. Something about his like midsection and legs just yeah, his, looks his weird. one leg looks really weird and stubby. Yeah, but I think it's a kind of a, a hiccup in perspective. But it's also just mm. in general. So it is an Iron Man pose, but it does feel a little static in comparison mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. his hero pose. It doesn't feel the hero dynamic, feels like, like he's flying helmet. at you. This one yes. feels like he's posing. I will say this: the suit is cool. I like it, but the I feel like the Iron Man red and gold is pretty classic. I feel mm-hmm. like we're missing a lot of the gold. There's not that much. It's the faceplate, which mm-hmm. is kind of every Iron Man suit has yeah. that. But normally, I feel like the sides are all gold. But he's kind of he's kind of mostly just red with a couple accents. Which What's I don't that think chest I'm a fan cut out? Of. What are the holes in his shoulders? I don't know. Like, I'm obviously an engineer. I don't know how the Iron Man suit I mean, works. Neither is probably the guy who drew this. It's You watch your mouth. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Oh, an artist credit, by the way, is Gabriel El Tayeb. Hopefully you're not butchering that. But Sorry if we mispronounced that. Uh, if we did, please get in touch at WinningPod on Twitter, at WinningHandPodcast. Please feel free Instagram. to leave a five-star review with your phonetic pronunciation, and we'll get back to you. Back to the card. The art, I think, for me... Eh, it, it doesn't do much for me. It's Iron Man, yeah, but it just doesn't excite me in any way. I think it's I think it's good, and I think one of the reasons I like it so much is that you don't see it very much. This is not a card that you mm. play extremely yeah. commonly. That's true. So yeah. it's fun to just like, unless you're playing Iron Man or this ally, which you don't play a lot, mm-hmm. it's fun to just see Iron Man. He doesn't show up a lot in a lot of art, so it's fun to see That's Iron true. Man. That's true. He's a classic. And your eye just kind of follows the top half of his body anyway. You don't really gotta go downwards unless you're 
kind of looking into it in depth as we are. The first thing you see is the gauntlet, and then you see the face, and that's all you need. Then you read the text, and that's all you need to see. Yeah. I will also say that the hel- the head and the, the gloves kind of are 3D and kind of come ahead of the name banner, which is kind of cool. They mm-hmm. kind of up, like cover it up a little bit, which is a like cool that. little bit of perspective. Yeah. So in terms of the theme, though, I think this is a home run. I think it really oh, yeah. nails the theme of Iron Man. Yes. It's a little expensive. Um, but, but the payoff is big. For a 2-2, two, two, two thwart, two attack, one consequential each, it only has three hit points. I would have preferred it's four, but the upgrades make up for that. But the, his ability, reduce the cost to play each upgrade on Iron Man by one. That is and you only, so good. You only really play this card if you're planning on putting every upgrade you possibly can on Iron Man, which makes that discount big. The flavor text is... I've got an idea for how to make this suit even better, which plays into the whole thing about the upgrades. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I, mm-hmm. There's that's the exactly upgrades, like we talked about earlier, aren't don't get used all that often. They're they're not often in a lot of decks. No, I don't put them in any decks unless I'm playing with this ally or mm-hmm. the Captain Marvel ally from the Spider Woman set. Yeah, some of them those are only allies okay. you really want to keep around, or they're locked to guardian traits. Some of them, a lot of the best allies are locked. So these, yeah. those are like the only two that. And Spider Woman is, or Captain Marvel from Spider Woman is locked. So this is the only non-locked ally, really, that you would want to put all those upgrades on, and you get that benefit. But some of those upgrades are locked to Guardians, like oh, the yeah. Laser Blaster, right? Which is part of the reason you played it. Star Implant is only yeah. Star Lord, I think we've played this deck with a couple of them people. I think Star Lord is the best version of it. Yes, but you you can make it work on it. Like, You're probably good. You just don't draw that free card, and you don't get all those Guardian upgrades. Um, it's great that it's leadership. But it means you can only use the leadership gr- upgrades. You can't really put, like, energy spear on it. No, Unless that's true. someone else that's put true. it on there. Uh, are you allowed to play upgrades on other people's allies? Yeah, you are, I think. Because it usually says play under onto any ally or play under any player's control. A lot of those upgrades do. So mm. you might be able to, if I'm playing aggression, I can give you an energy spear or something. Hmm. That could be cool. Theme-wise, for me, this is this is a 10. It's like, a 10. Th- it just hits. It's this Iron Man. It's constantly tinkering with the suit. It's making it better. It's mm-hmm. constantly improving. And it's, that line isn't bad. Searching through your deck to find new stuff that you can add onto your suit. like That just seems like classic Iron Man to me. Plus, I'll just not necessarily tied to the theme of the card, but the, the call for aid card that we use to find mm-hmm. Iron Man in those decks mm-hmm. does have Iron Man on it. Just it a little bonus. And also, I will say, it is also a wild resource. It's a wild resource. Which is nothing. That's not... Like, not often super relevant, but if you're playing someone like Nova or you just need a resource for something specific. I feel like there aren't that many wild resource cards. Like, no, I feel like most cards, cards have one of the three. They don't often have wild. wild. So, like, Nova could use that. Or, like, if you're yeah. fi- if you're playing a vil- against a villain who needs you need to spend a bunch of resources to get rid of their upgrades or something, mm-hmm. the wild's always nice to have. Baseline stats of two with one consequential damage each, I think, that's, is really That's, that's pretty good, good, too. Yeah. Often They've gone away two. from that with the allies. A lot yeah. of these have two consequential now. Yep. Yeah, a lot of allies can't get as many activations anymore. Of course, that card says 2019 FFG on it. I think he came with. Oh, s- that looks like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think, I think he, he came, came with Strange, which is pretty early. It's not because oh, his pre-count was leadership, right? Yeah, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I haven't played Doctor Strange in forever for reasons. He's ridiculous. There are reasons. Um, <laughs> Never played him. So this, I don't know. Art is underwhelming for me. Theme was a knockout. Um, in terms of power, I think you just touched on that guy ago. The 2-2 with only one consequential is really good. Yeah, yep. that's good. But it's only three hit points, so that is balanced somewhat. It is. I do think that's it balanced. Is balanced. It is balanced somewhat, but it means that because of those upgrades, once you throw those upgrades on there, it becomes very good. Once you get all, once you get even just a couple upgrades, then he's got maybe six, seven hit points mm-hmm. with four, five, yeah. 
six attack maybe. Yeah, you can four, get him really four, high if you build and him. a free ready because he's an Avenger ally, so he can use Sky Cycle. Like yeah. once he's fully stacked, you're he's very powerful. He's a force to be reckoned with. It's like another hero. Four is a lot to pay for an ally. Four is a lot to pay for anything. Now I feel like I'm more open to it. I feel like there was a mm. there was a point. I think it was I think it was right about like we talked about earlier when Nova came out. Maybe a little before that, where like four costs for anything felt unpayable. Like I wouldn't pay four costs for any card. Like four costs was just even Avengers Mansion. I don't really oh, play anymore. I would play Avengers, but like early on, that was a staple was in staple. every deck. I'll still play it in some decks, but the four costs for even like a card is good. That's plus one hand size or to someone else. But that that one the four cost is so much. But I think in this deck, in the deck you're building around Iron Man, you pay it because that's all that's what you're doing. Well, of course, that's the whole deck is built around him. But in but, a deck that's he, not you, built around he, him, you don't, use well, it. You, don't, you don't play him in a deck. But in then partially because that cost, he costs right. three. You probably would because a three that's just good. Yeah, three with two two. I think I'd probably play him. He's just a good ally. Though. And you don't get a discount for being you know an Avenger or whatever. Some of those expensive mm. allies, yeah, especially the X Men, yeah. give you a discount. Some of the but some of those are really cheap. Then Angels like two, which yeah. comes a little crazy. He also Storm. doesn't have an ability like this. Yeah, um, Storm's ability. Like that ability is nonsense. No, it's not. It's not as good as this ability, and she costs one more. If she you're an X Men, she costs the same, right? Or a mutant. She's, yeah, but she becomes four. I her would, ability sucks. If she paid three, I might play her over Iron Man. Iron Man's better. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't this, this episode is not about Storm, but the ability to move threat to a different scheme most of the time is just is a bad nothing, ability. Like yeah. I don't understand that. I guess maybe if you're playing like Project Wide Awake. Listeners, go ahead, chime in. Should we talk about Storm soon? Leave a five-star review and let us know if we should talk about Storm soon. Make sure you leave a five-star review because I only read comments with a five-star review. We're so. actually going to transition this episode into Storm. We have her ready right now, so. Okay, so with that segue, let's go into Storm. I'm just we're just kidding. Kaiko's kidding. Um, let's we keep talking about Iron that. Man. We've never switched up in like that. So in terms of power, it's pretty powerful. This yeah. is a good ally, yeah. but you have to build around it. You have to it. build around it. It's not just a plug-and-play card that you can play with any deck. We played that game with your Star-Lord deck, and Iron Man mm. never died. No. Uh, and he did probably 40 thwart and damage combined he over the so game. Much. Yeah. He did so much damage with two activations. If you heal him and keep him out there, yeah. he's so good. First aid to keep him alive. Like yep. It just is a really powerful, really but powerful card. But you do have to build the entire deck around Iron Man or it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense it doesn't make any it's sense it's not Nick Fury it's not if you Iron take Heart Iron it's Man not out Maria of the deck. Hill the no. goat of all allies if you take Iron Heart or if you take Iron Man out of the deck it's not a deck and if you take everything around Iron Heart if you put Iron Man in any deck it's not a deck so he really is but I guess that's theme- thematic of Iron Man right if you don't have the suit he's just a guy yeah. he's not useless, yeah. not useful without it the upgrades it is an interesting dynamic to add to an ally I think and Iron Man ally does kind of feel like Iron Man, like you were mm-hmm. just saying, Titan. Uh, like, you really do have to build around him, kind of building up to the suit mm-hmm. or adding to the suit. Normally, other allies are just kind of self-sustaining, but with Iron with the Iron Man ally, you really do have to you build. You have to keep him alive. Yeah. yeah. yeah you can't block with him. There's no, no jumping. Which is also another wrinkle to the deck. You just take up an ally slot, and you're putting a lot of resources into keeping him alive, which then you can't put into keeping you alive. Yeah. So well, in the Star-Lord deck, especially, because Star-Lord can't defend for anybody no. including himself and if you're taking four encounter cards like <laughs> you are inclined to do <laughs> you start to pay for it the star lord really brings the madman out of me and he also brings the cost of iron man down just making him a one cost but then free upgrades right. changes the changes the power a of one that. cost ally with an encounter card with free upgrades and guardians of the galaxy to draw those so cards are actually just cost zero upgrades that deck is really good that's really good but yeah you can play them in other decks but i yeah. think iron man's solid I think on a power scale, I'd give him a seven and a half. There are definitely 
more powerful allies, but there's a lot of less uh, powerful yeah. allies. Like and Ronin honestly, comes to mind. If you take the upgrades out of this card, you know, and like you just put him in a leadership deck. He's not bad. There are still, I think, maybe some cases that I would play him, and there are definitely some allies I'd play him over. Oh, certainly. Um, like some of those other four and five cost allies, like Dum Dum and Captain Marvel. The yeah, five cost five leadership. Cost I just she's Spider Man, Peter Parker, five cost justice. I, Peter Ugh, Parker. I will. Much. I'll stick. A, I'll stand up for Peter Parker. I think Peter Parker. You get out of here. I think five cost and specific cost requirements. You have to out. play. You can't play him in every deck. But you have to play him specifically. But if you play him in the right thing, he can pay off. We're talking about the justice one, right? Talking that about the justice five, one, per five person? cost. That clears. Is it five per person? It's, it's five per. Is it three per person or I five per person? Was, Okay, it's four. We'll say it's four because it's about there. Split the difference. <laughs> um, that, if you're playing someone like Ironheart, who has a lot of cards, or you're playing someone like Scarlet Witch, who can cheat costs, or you have something like Meditation in your deck, it is just gets rid of a, ski- a side scheme. Like the ability to just play an ally who has four hit points, I think, and he's also a 2 2 to just clear a side scheme. It's three per person. Okay, that's still not. not you're saying five. You're playing he costs five. <laughs> so you're playing a three player game, he takes nine off a side scheme. That's most of them. And I if mean, it's not, it's like an important side it's scheme. It's so situational. Yeah. Because like, you have a side scheme that only has five on it. You're not going to waste that, right? No, but like, if he's you, still a good ally, 2-2 two, two, with oh, four yeah. hit points. It's still good. But if you play the one where you look for a side scheme and play it and draw three cards, you draw three cards to pay for that, and then you can play Peter Parker to clear it. I don't know. He's not great. I'm, I think I'm, one way I'm or trying another, to stand right? up. One way or another, that's what, that's what I'm thinking of. The Peter Parker is... We're not talking about Peter Parker right now. We're talking <laughs> about Iron Man. But there are other allies, like even Black Panther, the leadership ally. I just, uh, I struggle yeah. to use that one. Outside of Vision, all out. the forecast. Yeah, Vision is rough. Even Falcon, Falcon used to be one I used Falcons. a fair bit. Um, the original one. And the, the corset. Joaquin Torres. I used to use him a lot, mm-hmm. but it's four cost. As more allies have much. come out. And Joaquin Torres, uh, I don't play a lot of champion decks, so I haven't yeah. really used and him the, much. The cost and he's not that good. He's been an extra resource mm-hmm. to activate that. The cost, so does the vision too. Mm-hmm. The cost of allies is kind of lowered. Like yeah. I'd, I'd any day of the week I'd much rather pay two cost for a card like Marie Hill or Ironheart, or even two cost for a card like Hulk, than I would rather pay five cost for a card like Captain Marvel. Even though Captain Marvel's good. Like I just I would rather pay the two for Obviously, Marie Hill, because she's like one of the greatest. The goat. But like, I I would say second, but that's a thing for another day. But even those cheap allies, just the the two cost ally line is so stacked, and they're so much better. We say this every time we evaluate a new two cost ally. Every time a new one comes out, we're like, oh, is it good? It's just a two cost ally. It is good. <laughs> yeah. It does. It could be a blank text box like Angel. It's just a blank or text blade box. Or blade. Or and yeah, and you stinger. just play it because it's good. They cost one, but they yeah. cost one. So one for a tough card is good. Of course, yeah. Like, like Victor Mancha and Clea. Like, there's so many yeah. two cost allies that you would rather play. Yeah, Victor Mancha is great, and just because they cost two. The investment for allies is it's it's rough to pay that much for an ally, mm-hmm. especially when you have cards like Kalu and Ironheart and Marie Hill that are effectively cost one. Like Marie the, the competition's the stiff. Yeah, we'll have to talk about Marie Hill sometime. <laughs> I think she's second best. The second best for ally? The second best ally in the game here. for a specific reason. Because I think... We're not talking the, signature allies. If we're not talking signature, then she's the best. The I allies was, that can be put in any deck. The ally that I think is the best is Miss Marvel from the Nova the Nova um, set. And that's because but she works not, specifically with his kit. Yes, because she works specifically with the one if of the best cards If she was in the game. a 
ally from an aspect that you could put in any deck. She'd still she'd be, be good. good. She wouldn't be that good. No, she would. She be specifically good. works with Nova. Yeah, but that's why I think she's the best because specifically she allows you to play Nova Force, which is one of the greatest cards in the game. But Marie Hill, as if we're not talking a specific like, ally, at any specific cards, Marie Hill's the best. We're, She's so good. This podcast is drunk. We're getting way off topic. We're getting here. way off topic. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening in on our free-for-all episode <laughs> of the season. Free-for-all. So I think overall it comes down to whether it's Iron Man or any other high-cost ally, it really is dependent on your setup. Yeah. Whether you're setting what up you're for that specific ally yeah. or how I like to play is I like to, to play cards that you spend as resources, which would pretty much be the only time I would use those to pay for a high cost ally. Mm, yeah. Like having my Quinn Carrier, Hyla Carrier, yeah. Avengers Mansion, or I mean, uh, well, yeah, Avengers, Avengers Mansion, Avengers Tower, that's yeah. what I meant. Those big allies are expensive, but those upgrades, the thing with Iron Man is those upgrades are, if you're putting them on anyone else, they become really cumbersome. Like if you're playing them on Captain Marvel, or say you're playing them on Captain America, the six cost ally, mm. like they just are, the paying the one, Mm-hmm. And then also not getting a card back because you're not playing it in the Star-Lord deck mm-hmm. feels cumbersome and it feels like a lot. The discount on Iron Man really does matter when you're building yeah. that deck. I, I really think some of those upgrades should be zero cost. You don't, you don't like, build them in anything else. You no. don't play them with anyone else. It's, you're already jumping through multiple hoops, right, to pay for the ally to get him in or her in play. And have them Then you the have right to time. draw into the upgrades. Mm-hmm. And if and you're not putting them on the ally. Keeping them around, then you have to have it at the timing. Right. This is a lot of things you're already doing to get to the point where you have an upgrade on the ally. Then paying the one cost on top of it just doesn't really, yeah. You know, it's, it's the X Men introduced the upgrades right, like with the training room mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Like Which that's you can a cool get, idea. You can mm-hmm. get them on for but free only for X Men, right? So like you you miss out on that. But I think yeah, the you have a Captain America deck that I've seen you play a couple times, which is all about big allies, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. But Super fun. Iron Man doesn't really. He might fit in that deck, but it's a, like you play the Captain Marvel ally and Giant Man and Goliath and all those kinds of things. That's the one where I use Captain America yeah. to defend. To defend. And to use them to defend for yourself, mm-hmm. to use all those valuable allies so you're not chump with fun. them. Which is a I, cool But I deck. didn't use Iron Man. No, you didn't use Iron Man because he is his own archetype. And then He's the cumulative cost, right, of the four plus the one plus the one plus the one, it just becomes too much. Iron Man makes it cheaper, but like... Then if, say, you're playing that deck and you have upgrades in that deck just in case you draw Iron Man, then they're useless unless you draw Iron Man because you don't want to pay the extra one on top of Goliath or on top of Giant Man or whatever. Right. Yeah, but he's he's cumbersome, but he is good. So then in terms of fun, is it fun to play? I think if you build around it, I think it's fun. I think just being able to, like, if you're playing with Star-Lord, you obviously get that replacement card, but even if you're playing with someone else, then you just get like playing Iron Man and the next turn drawing up and having a handful of four upgrades and then just emptying your hand on an Iron Man is cool and fun. And then you're like, oh, he's got eight hit points and he readies himself and then I can... Mm-hmm. And then if someone else is playing protection, maybe they can slide you a med team to keep your, your yeah. Iron Man alive. Yeah. Like he, he is a fun guy. And the... Because you usually put Sky Cycle. That's a classic because that's a free ready. But yeah. then the, it makes the thwart output and the damage output of Iron Man really good. And you can use both. Four mm-hmm. damage mm-hmm. or five damage, which is what like the maximum was when you built him, um, when you had played him last. Yeah, uh, that kills most enemies. Yeah, we were playing with the sinister assault ones, so those ones are big and powerful, so they don't yeah. all get one shot. But like five damage kills most. Enemies. I remember slicing through those. Four, uh, four threat beats a lot of side schemes, especially if you're yeah. playing two player. Yeah, like it's a significant chunk of damage. 
Um, and oh, it is thwart. good, and it feels fun. Like it feels it's fun, fun to to play your ally, and then it is a very know, different way to play the ready game. Ready him, and yeah, it's something you don't see a lot. So I'm that's, just like caring about your allies yeah. is a very different way to play the game. Whereas most of the allies are just fodder to like draw you a card and then die, um, which is a different way to play the game. Which is it's interesting. Just be like, I'm gonna take the damage and I'm gonna defend for me while the allies do all the work. You know, that's one of my chief complaints of the game. I will say we've touched on something. The allies are so powerful. They're really powerful, and the fact that they can block all the time makes them even more powerful. Mm-hmm. The blocking. You never use the last activation because you can always defend. The last activation is 99% of the time more valuable as a block to save you from damage than it is as one one to three thwart or damage, right? Even three, three at the top attack. end. Even three. Yeah, unless you unless that kills somebody or whatever. So I just think most of the time you're putting allies out just to have them die, and that doesn't feel super thematic. But um, they are getting they're getting cheaper too. I like the decks where you you put allies out mm-hmm. with the idea of them staying out there or recurring them somehow. Um, I think that feels more thematic to you know hero superhero teams. Mm-hmm. I haven't but, played a deck like that, but I've seen you play a couple of them, and it is fun to. It seems like it's a fun way to play uh, it's different you know i like to mix it up i like to play different ways and mm-hmm. just putting out spamming two cost allies so they can eat a just playing an attack, armor like, and yeah. polaris and colossus to have infinite tough cards is fun but it is yeah fun. but it's fun to put out goliath or you know mm-hmm. captain marvel those big ones that you really you invested so much in you want to keep mm-hmm. them out there then and then using things like avengers assemble or mass attack or whatever and then but even then for that deck there are slim pickings for what allies you're picking out iron man's not on that list no, black panther often. increasingly i wish he didn't take two consequential damage for both he's sides he's not very good he's not very good you no. get one activation out of him but like mm-hmm. he draws you a card maybe so like that's i don't know it's yeah that's a fun archetype but it's limited because the allies are getting cheaper and the big ones are getting worse so for fun for me i don't know six yeah if five is true neutral it feels like a six for me a six it's a cool archetype and it's not bad no, but it isn't. It's not like super fun. Keiko, what do you think? So I'm looking at this as two different ways. Um, one, just kind of throw him out there as just any other ally, and, one, and then the other being building him as the Iron Man ally. Uh, it seems like it might be fun to build him around getting him upgrades and buffing him, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the way I like to play Jessica Drew. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have half leadership being fully just stacking up Iron Man. With aggression yeah. being stacking up her, and it's just kind of a tag team and dynamic. Even in Jessica Drew, Captain Marvel, which is her signature ally, yes. is I think the other ally that you would build a kind of deck like that around, mm-hmm. of like a just like a Voltron style. She's good. And then if you have them both, you can do whatever one you want. Exactly. And, and, and again, that kind of goes into how I like to build decks, which is my setup, I like to have resources. Mm-hmm. So I already put in these high-cost allies anyway because I plan on building up to them. Mm-hmm. Like in my deck mm-hmm. with Spider Woman, I have Tigra, Lady Thor, oh, Captain yeah. Marvel. Uh, I had Wolverine at one point, but I swapped him out. Uh, so I don't mind having these high cost mm-hmm. allies, and they're definitely yeah, they're definitely playable. I mean, I don't follow the meta of the game all that mm-hmm. closely, but if you read through Marvel CDB, I think you will rarely see allies that cost a lot. No, mostly people are playing cheap allies. Armor, well, armor's brand new. Armor's so good. or fairly new. Um, but Ironheart, Maria, Maria Hill, Hill stuff. those are Kalu, staples. Any Stinger, anybody two cost, Blade, right? yeah, Ant Man um, and Wasp, like the cheap, cheap ones, just to throw out there. Yeah, I see a lot of Ant Man, 
zero cost. You know, all those. Um, I don't know. It's something different. I, I do like to build things thematically. I don't just like to... I'm definitely not one of those people who reduces it to a math exercise of, yeah, you know, X damage for Y cost and, you know, Z thwart for Y cost. Like, I just really... That ruins the game for me. I start people seeing posts online. You know, they, I see them post, oh, this basically math formulas of like how you've calculated this tempo and you're, and I just can't, that just ruins it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm doing math homework. Like you were saying, uh, Keiko, the Jessica Drew is uniquely kind of perfect for that. She's one of the, one of the better heroes for that. Cause you can also use, you can finally use those other aspect mm-hmm. cards. You never get to use like energy spear and I don't even know if there's a justice one, but there's maybe there's protection one too, like or maybe that. even protection. No. Or They're protection, really only in aggression no. and mm-hmm. leadership, but you only ever get to use the leadership ones unless you're playing Jessica Drew or maybe Adam Warlock, I guess. Uh, but mm. like, I think that's a that's a fun way to do it. Of like, I like leadership in. too. Yeah, leadership. I know you're not a big leadership. I don't guy. play a lot of leadership. The only time I ever play leadership is when I play go all out. It's my I, second favorite aspect. I just don't play a lot of allies. I find myself often no, when I build a don't. deck, I build a 40-card deck, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect 40 cards, and I look and I have put zero allies in it, or mm-hmm. maybe one. Mm-hmm. I just don't play them that often. What about you, Keiko? Leadership? Allies, generally? What do you think? So I'm only recently kind of getting into the more ally play. Uh, the last time I played her, um, I didn't really get a chance to put out a lot of allies, but I am trying to build around allies. I put in the Triskelion, the Avengers Tower. Mm. Uh, generally, I'm just building an Avengers deck, so I could theoretically just throw Iron Man in there mm. just on on his own. You could put some upgrades in there to fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Uh, but I have team building. Uh, mm-hmm. I have Avengers Tower, Avengers Mansion, Helicarrier, mm-hmm. so that's the way I like to build, so I'm, I'm trying to get into it more. At some point, my goal is to get, what is it, six allies out at a time with all those buffs. It's yeah. the absolute maximum you can have. Yep. Well, we can get to... I think I've done it before. When I oh, with Stinger as the sixth the Stinger, one. and then mm-hmm. you used, yep. um, I used uh, the one where you exhaust them all. That was a deck I played where I had a lot of allies because um, you just throw them all out there, and then they're just nothing. They're just a way to draw cards, and then you draw into your... Because I played it with Black Panther, so you can draw your Wakanda Forevers a lot. Which is, and you could play Strength in Numbers. and Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Strength in Numbers. That's probably, the, that's probably the last time I've, I drew a lot of... That's probably the last time I played a bunch of allies. I just don't really do it. Yeah, the, the, the most thing about getting the six allies out, like you talked about, is that then you would be able to play potentially Captain America for free, except you can't have a seventh ally. But you have to, so then you have to pl- do the most un-Captain America thing, which is sacrifice yeah, somebody else to play. No, Captain you're not sacrificing. You're sending them behind. You're going to the front lines. Cap, Cap got you. You know, you can get to the back, take oh, a rest. Oh, with six water. allies, there's likely someone in there who's got one uh, oh, HP left certainly. anyway. So certainly. But I guess I hadn't even thought of it that way. I I I play magic, and for me, it was always just like, no, nah, that that person's dying. And Don't Captain besmirch killing them. The good name of Captain America. No, I I see that I see the theme of that more. Captain America be like, oh, go back. I'll I'll take this. Yeah, Captain America ally, pretty solid. He's solid. He doesn't have enough hit points. Um, but the tough card. The tough card. But he also costs six. <laughs> I mean, he never costs six, right? He never costs six, but like. You get him three consistently. Yeah, probably. Which three is. I think he's um, a fair three cost. Yeah, I think it's, I think he's three cost. He's out. Yeah. So, I mean, leadership is probably my second. Not probably. It's definitely my second favorite. Um, I'm really? a protection player. Oh, I'm a protection well, yeah. player all the way. You guys know this through and through yep. to a uh, frankly almost worrying degree. I, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I I 
like contextulate at night and I, I, I hear you eyes red, coffee cups everywhere, building every protection deck you can. I mean, I show up to game night and I've With got four protection decks. five, six protection decks. Valkyrie protection, Star Lord protection. We went to the Kana Heroes last year and we ran out of protection guards for a lot of our decks we were trying to yeah, build. Yeah, because I build everybody Hawkeye protection. It doesn't matter. Any, the any Hawkeye hero. protection deck worked. The Valkyrie protection deck was nonsense. I've built it before. It does not work. That's your, no. Kennedy Hawk from the Marvel Champions Monthly Podcast. Back me up. Hawkeye protection. It works. I think Kennedy Hawk will not back you up there because Kennedy Hawk famously dislikes protection. Although his love for Hawkeye is great. It might overrule his, hatred of his disgust of protection. I'll have to ask him. Kennedy Hawk, leave a comment and a five-star review. It's like covering a pill in peanut butter to give your dog. It's like kind of <laughs> washes it down. It's a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> Wash it down with Hawkeye. <laughs> but not to besmirch our, our fellow podcasters. Uh, yeah, we'll have to. I'll just see what Kennedy Hawk thinks about that one. The pill and the peanut butter. <laughs> don't, don't quote me on that. You said that, not me. <laughs> um, all right. So overall, Iron Man, the ally. Um, let's just kind of give our scores. What do you think? I think overall, I give him a six and a half. Five oh. being true neutral. Okay. He's just a little bit above average. If you build around him, he's cool. If you don't build around him, he's pretty disappointing. That's it. Art's mm-hmm. fine. Cost is decent. He's a wild resource. Yeah, six and a half. I mean, solid. If if we're saying again, five is true neutral, right in the middle, mm-hmm. not a failure. Even if I don't build around him the way I play anyway, he kind of still works for me. So mm-hmm. I would give him seven and a half. Seven and a half? That yeah. seems good. I'm going to agree with you. Seven and a half for me. Yeah. He is a unique archetype with an allies that, other than Ronin, I can't think of another... But you don't play Ronin. Ally. Play but I can't think of another ally that re- rewards you or incentivizes you to play upgrades. I do it with Captain Marvel because she draws you the card, but she doesn't incentivize you to do that. The I signature. Guess. That's just a way to use it. Yeah, signature, signature Captain Marvel mm-hmm. from Jessica Drew. That's really just a way to prolong her. Because she's really more good. More than anything. Yeah, uh, where, card uh, Whereas with Iron Man, it's about boosting his stats and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, it's a unique archetype, which I think we could use more of. Yeah, um, I would not. I would like I, to see more upgrades. I honestly wouldn't mind if he maybe said that upgrades you play on all allies just to mm. kind of push that archetype a little mm. further to make it so you can do a little bit more with that. I would like to see more upgrades in different aspects, especially. More different upgrades in different aspects and more reasons to play them. More allies like Iron Man. Because why can't we have an Iron Man in every color? Yeah, give an Iron Man in every color. They don't all have to do the same thing, but a similar thing. No, but Maybe something. a protection one that gives you plus one defense for the round wherever you play an upgrade on him. Or, I don't know, yeah. give us a Justice Iron Heart who does something with upgrades. Give sure. us a SPDR. That's sort of similar. Like Just do whatever. I would like to see. Iron That'd Spider. Be cool. Because there's I, Peter Parker's in different aspects, right? You I was going to say, I would like to see Peter Parker leadership or even Spider-Man 2099 leadership or really just any spider leadership. You are just a spider head. I just want to see spider. 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 Any spider w- aggression would be nice too, please. Yeah, Ex- aside from one. Only justice and protection, which... No, there's spiders I, I like, in, in protection. Yeah, justice and protection is yep. all they're in. Oh, uh, well, the spider girl in aggression. Oh, yeah, yeah but she's not, a, she's not a web warrior. She's not she's a web just, warrior. She's one of the originals. Nice adventure. Yeah. I, I'm an aggression player, so spiders don't often fall under my nope. my my web. And, or allies that you just talked no, about. No, true. Like, also there's a bunch allies. of good That's aggression allies, actually, that you never play. Throg yeah. and Bug and I Hulk play, and Wolverine. There's actually a lot of very good two-cost allies. Locust is one of my favorites, but I don't play champions. There's a lot often. of really good. Hulk is very powerful. Allies. Frog is really aggression. good. Bug. Uh, Bug is very good. There's some really good um, ones. 
Wasp even. Wasp is really good. Angel is one of my favorites. Angel's one of my I favorites. like minions. Yeah. But she's also free. Yeah. No, there's a lot of good allies in protection or in uh, aggression. But you if don't. If I know. was ever gonna build around allies, it'd probably be Iron Man. I think Iron Man, uh, the ally is good, not great. Yeah. But good. It's pretty cool. solid. I mean, even just two thwart, two attack, one consequential each is just amazing on its own. I think. Yeah, yeah for multiple activations. Yeah. Unlike White Tiger, who only has a single two hit points, so but really he draws a single activation. Right, but that always gets me every time I see two two and then two hit points. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yep. It's better than Black Panther though. Actually, it's the same as Black Panther. But just seeing the two consequential icons just is bad. White Tiger and Black Panther have Black Panther have the same stats. They have I- effectively the same amount of uses, but they just feel so different. All right. Well. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Winning Hand, the podcast about Marvel Champions, one card at a time. You can find us where? On Twitter, Instagram, Grinder. Not that last one. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. This is a family Amazon show. Amazon Music. This is a family show, Keiko. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, at Winning Hand Podcast or Twitter at Winning Hand Pod. Feel free to reach out. What do you think about Iron Man? Do you, do you agree with us? Do you hate him? Do you love him? Do you hate us Tell for our us opinions? All about it. Do you, you hate do, us? Leave it in a five star <laughs> review. If you hate us and you're still listening now and you give us a five star review, then I will give you a five star review and a high five and the highest of fives. Yep. That's going to do it for us. 